so where you guys come in is that we maybe like three or four rounds. We're gonna, you guys are gonna give us something to draw in under a minute, and you guys will judge our drawings. So this is a real artist. What are we drawing? What's the first thing? We're, let's go in order. Uh, Martin, you tell us what to draw, and we'll go down this way all the way down to Lulu. Wait, can Christian and penis! I? Penis. A penis. Mm. Pencils down, everybody. Whew, my heart rate's up. Alex, show your penis to the camera. Show your penis. That's wow. Not... wow. He already won. He it's already interesting. Won. I the 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 angle in which you drew it looks like you're looking at someone <laughs> else's. Yeah, yeah. That, from it's like. So... Yeah. We're gonna the best for last. So Christian, go. Mine's not gonna be. I was gonna say you made me go first. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, this let me see. Move, move it away from your face. Show it to the camera. That looks like a rocket ship. These are chip. all good. <laughs> I like the fupa. I guess the balls weren't yeah, playing the game. Yeah, there's a So you both won. Oh, fuck Why? yeah. Just because yours are better than mine. Mine is... I'll show it to the camera. That's a turtle. It's... <laughs> it can't be that bad, oh. It can't be that bad, oh. It can't be that bad, oh. Alright, let's do this. Alright, you start it off, buddy. Alright, baddies, welcome to another episode, a special living room I mean, edition episode. First, first of its kind. Yeah, we've never done this before, but it's pretty special. Um Oh, the TV's still on, buddy. You want to turn oh. the TV off? Yeah, let's do that. We got birthday bitch playing in the background, but you know, it does. I think we should keep it. Ah, fuck it. We'll just let, let it go. Love um, the playlist name. <laughs> turn it off. But yeah, um, welcome to another episode of ICBTB's Highly Irrelevant. Uh, to my right, I have my beautiful co-host, Alejandro Middleton. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good, Christian. How you doing? I'm doing great. I am surrounded by those that I love. Uh, we got about 50 people in the living room right now. That's a lot more people than you told me we're going to be here, that's for sure. It's a lot. Um... <laughs> I mean, let's welcome our special guest. Right in front of us, we have Sabrina oh, Willett. Hello. hello, Sabrina. Hello, hello. Um, it's been a long time coming. Mm -hmm. I've been asking you every single kicket that we get together at Martin's house, like if you wanted the podcast, and we keep saying, yeah, we finally got you in the I couch. I know, I know, I know. It doesn't welcome. feel real. Finally, thank you. Have thank you ever you done a podcast before? I have done one before, but it was quite a while ago. It was very intimate. Really? Yes. Oh, like you sat closer to the people or what? Uh, no, it was actually over Zoom, but the conversation yeah. was very intimate. I was going to say, yeah. Like well, don't it, chalk us out yet. We, yeah. have, we haven't no, even okay. started. Oh, okay. Okay, let's go. I'm oh, ready for it. I'm ready for it. we get to. <laughs> I mean, you did. Uh, you have this ability to kind of just skip small talk and just like, because I feel like I got to know you pretty quick when I met you. Yeah. Maybe, what was that, like two and a half years mm -hmm. ago? Yeah. Because um, there was no small talk. You were just straight to the point and you have this ability to just hold eye contact mm. for a long time. <laughs> that and was what our conversation was about, actually. I exactly. Think. <laughs> Do you get um, any social anxiety? Because like mm. with... With your ability to connect with people, it seems like you kind of just like you. I don't ever see you in that kind of space. Good question. I think 
I think I do get a lot of social anxiety on like the technological side of things, like my phone etiquette, if you know me, my friends in this room that know me, my phone etiquette is awful because I was actually just having a conversation with Martin about this today. I like dissociate into my phone, uh-huh. but maybe it's because there's that lack of in-person interaction and connection that's available because I put value into that. Uh-huh. So yeah, I think I don't get a lot of in-person social anxiety. But there's a lot of phone anxiety that happens. Sure, yeah. Sure. But I feel like it's the same with you. I feel like you're very easy conversational and Oh, I'm easy always to just freaking to. out internally. Really? Truly. So your composure is just A plus. Yeah, so you'll see me <laughs> Yes, I will I pride myself on like uh, having this kind of facade that everything's okay. But I have so many insecurities oh. and which is why I don't know, he and I started this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you're a performer it's because you're 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 seeking validation and love in different facets. Which well, is, I did this for the money. Okay, and how much have we made? <laughs> so so much. So much money. So so much. Well, I mean, Valid. look, I just met you today, mm-hmm. so hello. Hello. Um, um, you know, Christian told me what two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that we were going to have you on, and this was kind of something we were going to do. And so, uh, I was interested to kind of like learn about you and, and your art, and kind of mm-hmm. go from there and and, and see what you're all about because. You know, cool. it's and I also don't know you, so I, you know, that, yeah. that'll be interesting. It goes both ways. I won't be the only one wearing headphones. No, you could. It's up to you, dude. <laughs> You're like, the only one in other areas, so just be the only <laughs> one. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> no, me too. We'll, we'll cut that out. We'll yeah. cut that shit out. Um, it's weird because keep like, them out. keep them out. Keep them out. <laughs> <I'll> put- <laughs> You keep them out. Let's Where meet in the I? middle. Should I put mine on? Like, no, it's okay. <laughs> you got a whole bunch of things going on in your ears, and I don't want to like. Wrong. Yeah, and I don't want your ears to hurt. I'm, I want Valid. I want you to be comfortable. I'll put one earphone on so that like I'm I feel like I'm connected to both there of you. There you go. Like you're, talking, you're on the phone and on yeah. the subway. What? I don't know. That's how people would be on the. <laughs> oh, I guess so. Like, yeah. like this. Um, but thank you for joining us. Of you, course, um, of course. <laughs> you are a, a wonderful artist. You're one of the kindest souls that I've ever oh. had the pleasure to meet. And um, I just want to ask you a few questions. Of, like, how did you get into it? Because I I doodle, and that's about as far as that goes. Uh, you dabble in doodles? Yeah, just a little bit. I would love to see your doodles, first of all. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're, they're okay. Around. They're yeah. around. <laughs> You'll find them they're on fine. sticky they're notes. Funny. They're funny. They? They're about like Garfield-level comics. <laughs> Okay, okay. That's pretty pretty nice. Thank you. You're welcome. So how'd you get into it? It has been, well, it's been a journey. I started doodling on my face, actually. So in 2017-ish, I think, or 2016, around that time, um, I started playing with special effects makeup. It was just around Halloween time. And then, it's a funny story with that. I ordered something online, and then a makeup palette came in the mail and that wasn't what I ordered. And then I like tried to send it back, couldn't send it back. So then just kept it. And then I was like, oh, I can like play with this. And then did like some kind of cool look. And I was like, that was kind of fun. And then I tried it again. And then just sort of started learning more about special effects on YouTube specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, And just playing around with it, experimenting with it. So I did that for a couple years, learned a lot in doing that. And then when the pandemic hit, that was a big transition in artistry skills. I 
obviously had a lot of time on my hands, like a lot of us did. And so I was like, okay, let me figure out a way to, to expand and kind of grow my artistry skills. Um, so I started painting on anything that I could really find. I had a lot of old clothes. I moved back to my hometown at mm -hmm. the time. So I had a lot of old clothes in the closet and specifically had a jacket that I decided, I, or I think it was a pair of jeans actually. And I wanted to paint on the pockets of them, um, just out of boredom. And so tried that was really interesting because I actually have never like I've never been a painter before aside from just like painting on my face. Mm -hmm. Sure. But it was it was pretty Natural. directly tra translatable, just the skills. It was just a difference in material instead of using face paint, you were, I was using acrylic paints um, and then mediums to make it stick onto the clothing. Mm -hmm. But everything else felt similar. So I felt comfortable doing it and so started doing that onto clothing and then also had some old records. So I was like, oh, I wonder if I could paint on these. Started painting on those. Um, and then just sort of grew from there. And then, yeah, started painting. The whole painting record thing is really cool. Because Aww. upon, like, meeting you maybe two or three times, and, like, and we uh, had followed each other on social media, I, I visited your Etsy page. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, man, she, like, paints on records. And you make you turn records into shelves. Like, it's repurposing yes. um, previous art, which is, like, a beautiful concept. Mm -hmm. And, like, where did you get that idea? Like, and, like, did it kind of... Is it kind of weird to like this? Are those records still playable like after you paint on them? Good question. Do you pick records you don't listen to? Definitely not playable after I paint on them. <laughs> um, but I'm huge on just saving in general. I love thrifting. I love repurposing. Um, I love anything that promotes sustainability environmentally. And so with that, um, going to record stores is something that I really enjoyed doing at the time, specifically right before the pandemic hit. And record stores have a section usually where they have clearance records that aren't really playable or they're just really old, not sure. very usable. And the records there are like a dollar. Um, so I was like, well, let me just load up on a ton of these, especially because it was one of the few record stores open at the time yep. because everything else was shut down. So I just bought a ton of them and then literally had a trunk full of like 40 records and just started playing with it from there. And I've made like different shelves from them. I've tried to like melt and mold them into different things. Um, and how, I think how do you that melt them? I would use a heat gun and oh. then just like pieces of wood to Not bend use them your hand. however one. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's good to know because I was thinking that's a good question because I would try to imagine you like in a whole like welder's outfit with like <laughs> a blowtorch. Yeah, well, it felt I, like I didn't in know my you head, at the time. I wanted to pretend it was that I have like my dad, my dad builds and welds and does all this stuff. So I had his welding gloves and things like that. So that was helpful too. Um, and yeah, and there would be times where he would like jump in and help me melt things. So it was like a bonding <laughs> moment between us. So nice. it was fun. Yeah. And I'd like make jewelry, do little things, but overall just like knowing that you can repurpose something and then make something, make something beautiful out of nothing, quote unquote, sure. to me, I think is more than just the visual aspect that it mm -hmm. provides. Like it gave, it gave a lot of fulfillment into my heart, especially during the time when things were, you know, yeah. harder in life with the pandemic. So yeah, just finding the joy, finding the joy in the little yeah. things. Kind of one man's trash sort of deal. Yeah. yeah. Like, and yeah. you, you are such a fulfilled individual. Like mm -hmm. it's like, like how do you do it? Like because uh, we we live in a in a time where it's uh, you know we we all got our shit, we all got our issues, but like I mean you really are able to brighten someone's day, oh. and you seem happy and like finding happiness during dark times, especially like during the pandemic. Like mm -hmm. you you fucking did it, and you're spreading it. Like I've seen so many individuals in this room like rocking your your art. Mm -hmm. And seeing what the, it did in their lives and what, you know, that just, that spreads. 
And like, how does that feel for you to be an artist? Well, first of all, that's very sweet. Thank you for all of that. And it, I don't know, for me, like the overall message of what I wanted to do and the drive behind the Etsy page and everything and and repurposing art was like finding junk and turning it into joy. And I feel like with giving happiness to other people or just trying to be the bright light, I think that gives me personally purpose in my life. I think that is something that I can do. And because it's something that I can do, I think that it's something that I want to do. And specifically because I like, I owe it to all of the people around me. Like I've, I understand how it feels to receive that love and have a difference in my life when I am given that positivity and light. So in turn, if I know that I can provide that, like, of course I want to give that to my friends and family. And to answer your questions more specifically, like my mother, for example, literally greatest human in the world. She is just, a, she's an angel. If you've met my mom, you know, like she is so, so sweet. And so I think growing up and just watching the way that she can decide to be the light, sure. I think that has shown me like, oh, it is, it is a decision because I think a lot of the time we live life by default of just waking up, going through the motions instead of like, what is my intention? How do I want to be? Like, who am I going to choose to be instead of how am I just gonna like, you know, fall into the ways of moving. Um, but yeah, my mom just does that really, really well. And so I think that I've, I've felt that impact being able to live with her and be around her and be so close with her. Um, and so I, I want to do that. So I owe it to her and I went to the people around me that have given me love. You know, it's, it's easy to give it back. So that's for sure. Yeah. Because not a lot of people oh. can say that about their moms. Like I find myself mm. like, uh, often I love my mom. Let's preface that. I love my mom. <laughs> now shit on her. Now, now mom how you really feel. But she was so strict. And, yeah, you know, what else? She spoke to me in an accent. What else? And therefore I picked up an accent what and else? everyone thought it was foreign. What else? Uh, she always talks to me. What well, else? She, she, <laughs> She like uh, always asks about my finances and like, what am I going to eat? Dude, my mom came over the other day with a steak like out of its wrapper, like a raw steak out of its (laughs) wrapper in a grocery bag. And she was like, I'm going to cook this for you. She came over, cooked it in 15 minutes and dipped. (laughs) I was like, is this what it means to be a mom? That's all that needs to do, though. (laughs) It seems overcooked. Dude, it, it tasted the seasoning too long. impeccable, but not a speck of red on that thing. Yeah. But no, she's a, she's a sweetheart. You haven't met my mom I, yet. Huh? I was just about to say, why have I not met your mother? I need to meet your mother. <laughs> she sounds um, amazing. Well, one of these days. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if we would have done this podcast one year ago, this would have been happening at your mother's house. Yeah, oh, exactly. Valid. We used to. Um, the rite of passage before a guest would actually get to record in our studio. You have to deny his mother food. Like so she'll offer you three times. You have to deny it thrice. Yes. Right. And if she doesn't kill you on the spot, then you can come and record. Then you're welcome, Doc. Yeah. Well, come on up the stairs cool. then. That's cool. And That's it's true. Honoring. She fits that stereotype where like if you deny an Asian mother's food, mm-hmm. you're on her hit list. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you could the, the, the trick is if you're not hungry. Um, give me a little bit. Not even that. You'll say, I'll eat some later then you sneak out and <laughs> just hide it in your mouth and spit it out in the bathroom when she's not looking at well, she knows she cleans the bathroom she knows <laughs> um but the rite of passage is to like uh deny her cooking a few times and then you have to go upstairs our podcast studio was upstairs and then like uh you would eventually have to like leave after recording 
most of the guests are famished and like you can choose to like stay for a dinner and then you'll meet her uh-huh but uh <laughs> and i generally well, would stay and eat after recording of course i'm sad that it didn't happen a year ago i would love to meet your mother but yeah one day one well, of have we got yeah. a surprise for you she <laughs> is <laughs> she just pops out behind the curtain the whole time <laughs> i love that you call that a curtain because that's a full-blown asian blanket a don't, know, don't ruin it don't ruin it <laughs> yeah Oh, we have to keep, yeah, she's just been hiding in there for like two hours. She's been cooking this whole time. <laughs> Shut up! Be quiet! Be quiet! <laughs> she's a full kitchen behind the Asian blanket. Aww. Well, no. that's great. I mean, I, I would, I would have loved for you to see because this is not our studio. No. Right? Anybody who's seen the show before could tell that this isn't where we hang out. Yeah. Um, we're in Christian's living room. Yeah. I love that though. And it's great. Yeah. Different vibe. And I couldn't think of like a a different guest to have like experienced this. I mean, we got all our loved ones here. They're holding a microphone. So if they ever want to chime in and like ask any questions, they could go right ahead and do it. But um, yeah, like. Now you missed a chance. That was it. That was your shot. (laughs) That was it. That's it. Turn it off. Uh, You grew up in SoCal? I did, yes. How was that? Uh-huh. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Santa Clarita, which is high desert portion of the L.A. County. Yeah. Uh, went to school in San Diego, so been in SoCal my whole life. I lived in Australia for a bit, but honestly, Australia feels so similar to Southern California, sure. like temperature-wise, personality-wise, especially going to school in San Diego. So it all felt very similar, similar. and now being up here feels, feels different. Culture what, shock for sure. What brought you from SoCal to Australia? Uh, I studied in Australia for oh. a bit. Yeah, so I was going to school in San Diego and then studied abroad for about seven months or Which so. Which one? Am I right? Whatever. What? <laughs> uh, what, what, what in Australia did you have? What, what, what do they have? What do they teach better there? Oh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Honestly, it was like you a, wasted your time. You yeah, just went. You, that, I you went to travel Perth? to Australia. I did yeah. not go to learn. It was yeah. It was Where fun were you, though. I was in uh, Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. Oh, yeah nobody goes to Sydney. Oh yeah. I don't know. Sure. I've actually never been there. Otis. I could tell. You've been. No. Oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Good guess. Forget though. it. <laughs> Good guess. Forget it. What was your favorite part about Australia? Oh, honestly, the, the people. Oh. The kangaroos were cool. They were terrifying. They were cool, though. Um, but the people. The people, for sure. The people that I met there. And it's interesting because I met people from all around the world, specifically because it was an abroad program. So we were all kind of in the same place. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I met a lot of really, really cool Australian people, of course. But I think specifically, like, some of my best friends today are people that I met from different parts of the world that I'm still so close to. So, uh-huh. yeah, I think just the experience overall of being thrown into the deep end and being removed from everything that I'm comfortable from, I think it just offered a lot of growth. Wow. Definitely, yeah, definitely grow the most when we're uncomfortable. So I think that's the most special part along with meeting the people. Is it true that the, the lack of filter there that we have here? Well, they say, like, they say cunt. They do. They, wow. I've had multiple. They just throw it around. Absolutely, yeah. Like, I've had professors say that. Professors? Yes. You mad cunt. And, and, yeah. People in charge of, like, spreading yeah, education. It, it's just, so funny. And the prime they, minister is over here, like, just wow. throwing it around. Yeah. Jeez. No, it's nasty. And they, they, like, it's just funny. It's just different. They're way more lax. Like, that's yeah. why I compared to San Diego. It's just, like, very, very chill. Like, at the end of orientation, like, here, when you go to orientation for school, you think about dressing professionally and yeah. wanting to, you know, be on your best behavior. And, like, after orientation down there... They like were pouring beers for us. Like professors are pouring beers for us. I was like, okay, interesting. Drinking age is also eighteen there. So Whoa. if you're in university, then you can drink. So it's just different. But yeah, 
Is this why you could just like never get drunk? Because I've drank with you in the past and you're just like, (laughs) either you're just throwing it behind your shoulder and I'm not catching that. But I've had like 10 shots with you and like you still just cold eye contact. You don't blink. (laughs) I think Australia taught me a little bit about that. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. (laughs) Can you do an Australian accent? Um, Now I'm on the spot. I think I used to be better at it. What would you like me to say? I want you Let's to put say... put another shrimp on the barbecue. Put the mate. shrimp on the barbe. You learn... You learn... I can't do it. I can't do it. But you mm. learn different... Like, the way that they speak is funny. Because, like, yeah. they're... Um, they'll add R's onto onto words that don't have R's. No. Like, so... Rut. So, I'm going to go down here. And, like, like the word so specifically. They say, like, so... Like, they won't... Oh, no. It's just different. It's different. And everything, I feel... <laughs> exactly that. No. Wait, that was, the no. First, that was the first mic interaction that we had, I think. Yeah, no. from the guest. Like, Jason over here is holding the mic so far from his face. Maybe like it has herpes. our audience can do an Australian <laughs> accent. <laughs> Um, we are horrible at accents. Can you do any other accents? Uh, I feel proud about my British accent. Oh, I let's hear British it. British accent. Oh, we we, we heard well. it already. Yeah, see, and that was me <laughs> trying to be Australian, but oh, it didn't okay. really work. Yeah. Oh, you do like a, a classy British accent. Mm-hmm. It works the, more. I try to do, what's the, what's the, that region that I always try to do? Or it's like Scotland. A, oh, it's Cockney, and it's, it sounds like you're always trying to get a taxi. <laughs> I mean, you are. Yeah, <laughs> Like, with this part too. I yeah. have to do this. Like, I think there is... <laughs> for someone, just, just like this. Like, I can only rap when I do this, too. You, you look um, like a New Yorker right now, for sure. Oh. Oh, how you doing? How's your mother? How's your father? <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking in. That's good. Uh, that's, is that good? Do that's not good positively reinforce my bullshit. Oh, I take it back. Thank you. Thank you. Whoa, you took it back? No, no, no. I give it back again. Okay. You deserve it. Thank you so much. You don't. <laughs> okay. Are, do you think you're going to settle down in NorCal? Because it seems like you're someone that Nor-Cal. like bounces around. Good question. Are you going to end up in Emerald City? Are you going to go like... Chico. Yeah, no. Eureka. I don't think I'm going to end up. No, you're not going NorCal. No, I don't think so. It's definitely here. So, the main reason why I'm up here is definitely, definitely the people. Um, I'm at this time in my life where I have flexibility in like education and what like career path um, and just being young in general. I'm 25, so I want to take advantage of the youth. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have amazing people that are all, I mean, all of you guys are in one area up Thank here. You. Yes, yes, yes. So, you're welcome. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think there was just, I wanted to jump on the opportunity, um, and I'm very, very, very happy that I did. So I'm definitely going to be here for another chunk of time, but for forever, most likely not. I just I I think like I said earlier, I definitely grow the most when I'm uncomfortable, yeah. um, specifically removed from the environment that I'm comfortable in. And I do love to travel and experience new things, meet new people. Sure. Um, I think I learn the most there. So yeah. Planning to travel around eventually. What are the main differences that you've observed from like SoCal individuals as opposed to the people that you've met up here? Good question. I feel like people up here, and this could just be my experience and not an actual correct assumption, but I feel like people up here in general are a little bit more closed off. Like, I don't know, if I try to have conversation with Ah. random people, it's more like... I feel like they have something to do and they're like, why are you talking to me sort of situation? And I feel like in Southern California, it's really easy to just strike up conversation and have that energy feel reciprocated. Um, but that could also just be, like I said, my experience or maybe the area that I'm in. 
um, or, or the people that I'm talking to, but culturally, that's the biggest thing that's like stuck out to me. And then also style wise, I've just noticed the way that people dress differently up here. And what are you liking more? Um, <laughs> we're not going to be offended. Like I don't, I'm confident in my, what I put on my body. I so. feel like I vibe more with, Oh, good. God. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the SoCal energy. I just feel like it's a little bit more bold. Interesting. Style okay. wise. Here. And here it feels more. I don't know if classy is the word, but it feels more, yeah, maybe conservative. Uh, um, okay, maybe this is rude. It feels more basic. Is that rude? It probably is. No, that's is. fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm wearing a white long sleeve, <laughs> black colors, jeans. Yeah. yeah. You just uh, caught me on a basic day was I, what it was. <laughs> I apologize. I mean, you're not wearing a shirt with Topanga on it, that's for sure. I would love to have a shirt with Topanga on it. Oh, um, no. But... How about New York? Have you been to New York and have, have you seen their fashion there? Yes, yes. Do you like that? I do. It feels more, uh, a little bit more like European to me. So it mm. feels a little bit, um, I, I think that is appropriate to say. It feels classier for sure. Like long coats and also just weather is different there, mm. um, which I appreciate. I always appreciate a coat moment for sure. But yeah, I think if I were to compare NorCal to New York fashion, I would go with New York fashion. But sure. it's just different. Uh, would you rather live in the city or in like a suburban area? Ooh, good question. I think city is fun every once in a while. So I would like to live ideally somewhere similar to like where how Concord is set up to where you can travel to the city for when you want to have those moments, but then like go back home to calmness. I appreciate those. So you're really liking sure. Concord? I well, I like the people in Concord for sure. Concord is cool too, and I think what? what's around. <laughs> I think what's your favorite part about Concord? Concord Concord is, I mean, the people, probably the Lahanos and Azima Yaya. Oh, they're great. I'm getting flipped off over here by some Concord Concord affiliates. Um, Are you anti-Concord? Is that? I'm just like Concord's there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can't talk. I'm from like Pittsburgh, Antioch, and have you been there? Very briefly. Very briefly. Good. That's how. That's that's the maximum amount of time you should spend there. Okay. Okay, then I'm good. Yeah, it's like, it's the, for the longest time, it was the, the end of the BART line of the, of that, like, uh, oh. still, it still is. so when you hear like Pittsburgh, Antioch, that means like, you gotta, you gotta get off here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, and wait for it usually it's just like, you know, some like sketchy people left on BART by okay. the time you hear that or like you actually live there. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I've been there very briefly. Very, very briefly. What were you there for? Uh, to see Lulu. At one point, we went to Pittsburgh and saw your house for a little bit, and that was, I think, the only time. It was a while ago. Lulu, you live in Pittsburgh? You know, I abstain. Into the into the microphone. You abstain? Are you not proud to be a, a Pittsburgh native? I'm Concord, but we just happen to live in the Pittsburgh. Oh, cur- currently you live in Pittsburgh. No, I don't live there. Okay, not anymore. It seems like this is a touchy subject. I'm just, I, and I get it. I get it. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be from Concord, Pittsburgh either. Oh. You, okay, sorry. One more thing about the whole NorCal thing. Sometimes when people ask me where I'm from and I say Southern California, they literally ask me straight up. And I've wondered if this is just a Concord specific thing or what, but they say why. They're like, why are you here? So is that, oh. is that energy that you all hold as well, being from NorCal? Like <laughs> a few reasons. Either we're just curious folk, and we are curious as to like what your journey That's was. That's never what it is. It's never that. I could tell in the tone. It's but, like yeah, why? It's, never it's that. really judgy, and I'm like, well, I mean, Concord. <laughs> all right, together, let's list let's list ten great things about Concord as a team, guys. None See, of you care. None See? of you care. <laughs> Thirty people in this fucking room. Nobody can name one thing. 
Guys, name it. Come on. You guys have a guitar set. Who said Qzar? Someone said Qzar? IMAX movie theater. There we go. I love I do appreciate the hills. There are brown rolling hills, the golden hills, and now they're kind of turning green, which I appreciate. There, There's Whole Foods. There's multiple Trader Joe's. We're naming there's, franchises, there's, guys. These are things that make... The Veranda Shopping Center is the best thing in Concord. Yeah, there's also turkeys. That is not something that we have in SoCal. I flipped my shit when I saw the first turkey. Oh, Andre, you have this whole vendetta against turkeys. And Do you why? really? Oh. No, turkeys are vicious. They're, they're vicious animals. motherfuckers. They're horrible animals. They'll look uh, they at you. They seem magical to me. Okay. Magical get, because get, they're casting ahead. black magic. Go ahead and get close to one. Go ahead. <laughs> they're me know. blinding me. <laughs> they are oh. scary. Yeah. I've heard bad animals. things about the turkeys, but the first time I saw them, I really, I actually wasn't living up here. I was just visiting and I did like a triple take. I was like, there's no triple fucking take. way that's a turkey no. on the sidewalk. I went, what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's doing a triple take, you gotta you gotta get your neck checked yeah. because you probably have neck problems. Especially after seeing those turkeys, it was crazy. And the cows. Like when I'm driving home from work, I will see cows on the hills, and that is not something that you see in in SoCal. That we're close to ten. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what was your favorite thing about like SoCal? Oh well, I mean, my family, of course, being down there for sure, for sure. And then also just locationally, like having the beach close by, the beaches sure. up here are just, like, I don't need Suck to say dick. more. They're just not beaches. <gasps> <laughs> They're They're fucking dog shit. Beaches <laughs> up here suck. You don't so like the, the beaches at all? No, water's cold, sand is shitty. It fucking sucks. I actually haven't gone in the water up here yet. and I'm. Don't. You don't yeah, have to. that's what I've heard. You I mean, don't need, you don't need to. <laughs> what's the sucks. closest beach that we got? If we're going to advertise uh, beaches in the Bay Area, what's the one that we it's can tell somebody to North Point. I mean... They're all yeah. cold. They're all fucking freezing. Yeah. You got to drive pretty far in, to get there, too. And all water in California is cold for the most part. But at least in mm. Southern California, you have like a nice beach instead of shitty cliffs or trees and just like, yeah. I mean, the worst. We have nice trees up here. That's another thing. Nice yeah. trees up here for sure. But the worst thing is. Yeah, the trees are fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't got trees down south. That's for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong and the rent sucks here i mean i'm gonna say like everything is so expensive here which is why people tend mm. to move to like nevada or, or like to nevada <laughs> <laughs> or, like, or texas you gotta go somewhere besides vegas bro dude that's you all i know travel somewhere that's all further i know than that, man. i mean oh what's the midwest you want me to go I mean, to the midwest? just stay on a plane for over two hours i went to new york up. i went to new york and there you go I, and you was, hated it i despised you hated it. it really why it's so i feel like um it's just like uh there's I mean, a charm you don't have to, to ask why christian doesn't fit in new york i'm not yeah. being a big it's so fast it's not your kind of place no one has time for you right in new york is that how you felt yeah, not that I was no asking time for time for from anyone. It's not <laughs> like I was, what? It's not like I was walking on the street and be like, "Sir, sir, <laughs> please, please." Does anybody have the time? <laughs> <laughs> sir, sir, please tell me how your day was. Do you sir. know the year? Yeah. Do you know the year, sir? Sir, <laughs> sir. <laughs> like our time job. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. But I feel um, like you're just you're too nice for New York people, I feel. I'm too nice for Concord people sometimes, Not, dude. Here's Kirsten's problem. Anything over three Kirsten, stories. Kirsten, who the fuck is Kirsten, here's your problem. Anything over three stories, you're gonna look up at it. And in New York you can't be looking up. Uh-huh. I uh, I yeah, I I don't know. I when I went there They trick you because they got big buildings, but they don't want you looking at them. No, and I would 
crossing the street is tough because like nobody wants to say I'm walking here and they all get mad when I say it people are like hey get the fuck out of here they're throwing trash at me it was like that I would see people like hopping over the turnstiles in in the subway and I'm like no I gotta pay for this and uh everyone's walking way too fast that's Everyone, what I mean. no one listens to the the the, the crosswalk signals mm, at all. Yeah, irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's I'm tough. gonna kill you. I'm gonna just. <laughs> you love New York. I do because all of that's why I love it. All oh, of the really? reasons why you hate it, or why I sense. think it's a great city, why I think it's the best place on the planet. Why? Why do you love New York then? Just let's get going. Just let's do the thing. Let's get it going. You Nobody just like gives to talk a fuck. To people either. Things, I see. things are happening. Things are nothing. Nothing fucking matters unless it's a big like the oh. jumping a turnstile is not the biggest problem in New York City, buddy. They got other. They got way bigger things. <laughs> I was listing something. Yeah, sure. yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, it's we can do a lot more fun. You can just hang out. Just you know, just just, just do your thing. And get out. That's that's the best part about New York. You do your thing. You get out. Don't stand in the way. Let's get this show on the road. Let's How about get this SoCal? Would you still live in SoCal nowadays? Yeah, they have a little bit of that, but it's also a little bit. There's also a lot of like, but if I do this really well, maybe somebody's mom will see it, and then I'll be famous. And it's like, mm. I mean, you're in HR, but sure, maybe somebody's mom <laughs> will see it. Everybody's always constantly being like, and then. And then I'll sell my script. And it's like, cool, man. So can I get my coffee or can I get this shit? Can I get this shit now? It's just, you got to put up with a lot of that. In Bay Area, we have a lot of people who are trying to do stuff too. Yeah. But it's also like, yeah, I'm trying to do this and this and this. And like, it's it's a more of a work. It's more of a hustle mentality. Whereas in, in Southern California, LA particularly, it's more of like, it's more of a work return mm-hmm. sort of thing. It's more... What's the what's the end game for you? Like, do you want to be an artist? Is this something that you want to like uh, to to do professionally? Like, as like just to fund you your life completely? Yeah. So actually, no, I do not <laughs> want to do that to fund my that was life a twist. completely. Yeah. Wants to be a lawyer I, for nonprofits. Yes. I um I don't know. I think that like experimenting with with playing with trying to sell art and and monetizing it in general taught me a lot. I think that it also sort of tested my relationship with art because the more that I monetized it, the less love that I had for it and the less the less excitement and passion was behind it and then and as a result, the less great that was, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it just it didn't feel fun the process and then because the process wasn't fun, the outcome wasn't wasn't as good as it usually is. Um so yeah, I definitely want to keep it as a hobby in my life and I think that like if that brings some kind of income, then that's yeah. super cool, not opposed to it, but I think pressing it for that income is something that I I just don't really want to do anymore. I do want to be able to work with people that have um, unhealthy relationship with food and focus on that. So people that have disordered eating or just want to find healthy relationship with food, body image, all that stuff. So yeah. So I think like learning how to monetize art and learning how to like work with my own business taught me a lot business wise and how to schedule myself, how to be disciplined, um, how to decide like what is worth what. But I think that, it's just a different application in the realm that I want to go in, you know, so. Well, what got you into wanting to work with people that have those issues and like, and, and whatnot? So. Yeah, good question. Well, I actually struggled a lot with my own relationship with food in my life and body image in general. Um, and I've known lots of other people who have as well. And it's definitely one of those things where I feel like when you're in that position, a lot of your life can be taken away from you. And 
once I got to a point of healing, I realized how important that relationship is. And that's when I was like, oh, I can find something that that is really, really easy to wake up and want to do every day and that can help people a lot and sure. that can eventually make money. Um, so right now I'm in this phase where I have income, so I'm not stressed about the monetary part of it. And I want to focus on building the passionate part of building the private practice. And then once that has snowballed into what it can be, then that will transition into being my income. But I want to be careful with it because of that experience that I had with my artistry and, yeah. and monetizing that. So. Yeah. I, I connect with what uh, with what you were saying. I mean, like, it's it's beautiful that you want to help uh, mm-hmm. individuals in that fashion. Like, because like it's in today's society, like with social media, it's easy to feel body dysmorphia. It's easy to feel insecure about your body because a lot of what we see on the screens of our phones, though the physiques of what the standard is, it's unrealistic, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, for the longest time, I, and I don't know if you knew about me, I think you did. I, I Martin brings up Fat Christian all the time, but I grew up, I grew up a very hefty man, mm-hmm. gravity challenged, you know? And it was like, it's a uh, thank you for that. <laughs> um, people would call me Chris Chins, you know? The great uh, No. <laughs> But, and I, I, I make just, light of it. Like as a... It disgusts me. It disgusts me. <laughs> you walk up to the door with... You walk up to the door with... No. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Oh, talking to the microphone, my friend. Use your microphone oh, no, okay. voice. Yeah. You tell me. Okay, so... <laughs> Alejandro claims that the first time that we truly hung out, he and our mutual friend Alan Boo. The first Boo, time I met you, really? Not met because the first time—that's a whole other story. I mean, uh, <laughs> I want to hear all the first stories. time I got to see your face. Yeah, let's hear your. Let's hear what you did. Okay, let's hear the, your side of the story. Oh uh-huh. uh, no, we walked from Alan's house to your house, and we knocked on the door, and then you answered the door, and then what happened? You had like a ring of Nutella around your face. <laughs> And there was just like empty jars all over the place. I mean, no, Four, no, 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 you're just five. exaggerating. I was asking for the And then trip. we went to the next room. There was like six on the counter. <laughs> one in the bathroom. How old were you? And I was. Last week. <laughs> I was 13. I was 13. Nutella under his nails. <laughs> oh, because I forgot how to use utensils and I just started, started just digging it out of the jar. I was 13. I opened the door and it wasn't the most flattering image because like it was the middle of summer. So I'm, war- I'm wearing a tank top. Uh-huh. I'm having side boobs spilling out. Right. I'm, uh, I'm in like my hmm. boxers because it's I really don't recall, hot. I don't recall what any of us were wearing. Well, after being made fun of about that for years on end, you remember every single detail about that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. okay. You had a dunce cap on. <laughs> I love that. I want to meet that Christian. Well, this is where it came in handy. Because mm-hmm. when you grow up fat and when you grow up socially challenged like that because of the way you look, because, you know, grade schoolers are just vicious, mm-hmm. vicious mofos. You learn to develop a personality. And, and in so, like 10 years, it pays off. It took me It took me a while to realize, oh, this is reversible. I could stop eating like rice every single second that my mouth is opened. So... <laughs> Um, it's, a good, it's a good place to start, honestly. <laughs> if that's if that's happening, it's a good place to start. Yeah, and it's a, you know, and I, my 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 girlfriend broke up with me, and I was just like, uh, 
you know what? She's going to, I said these words and no one uses this, these words. I said, she'll rue the day because <laughs> the only people that say they'll rue the day are people like, that live in the 1800s. Villains from and cartoons. Balthazar, yeah, and me. Yeah. <laughs> vicious, uh, vicious villains from shows. Yeah. I can um, just see Christian on like the first time he gets on a treadmill. Just oh, it was tough. Having it at full speed, watching the belt go in between his legs. And he's just like, she's going to rue the day. <laughs> the day. She broke up with me. Um, and then you jump with both feet and, <laughs> and you just slip. <laughs> As everybody's experience with the treadmill. Yeah. It's, um, but yeah, I connect with that because. He used to be fat. That's what he's trying to no, say. Oh, yeah. yeah. And but I it's t- not just that he was fat. He also had low self-esteem. Mm. So he gave us everything. He would buy us food and he drove us places. He just really Aww. wanted us to like him. And we did like you. We did like you. We loved you, Christian. We <laughs> loved you. I didn't do this just because I wanted you to like me. I know. Christian's oh. actually a nice person. I did this because I was like, you guys are my friends. Of course I'll drive you around places. I'll buy you fucking food. Of course I'll do that. Hang on. Wait. Let's pause on that. <laughs> I think the real problem is Otis was agreeing with me the whole time. <laughs> Otis, not, Otis was there. Otis helped Otis me lose weight. The time. Do he not there, pin the blame on him. He's <laughs> allowed to laugh at certain things. Otis yeah, that's so all I said. Sweet. Why would you? Why would you bring Otis into this? Otis agree- I said so he was agreeing sweet. with everything. No, no. Oh, no, probably because he felt bad for you and just wanted you to Play feel the supported. Camera back. And, yeah. Reel it back. Um, so. Alejandro often says, I miss fat Christian. Hashtag bring fat Christian I've back. I've heard that. I've heard that. that the, the fact that that hashtag is spread as far to you yes. blows my yes, mind. Yes, and not from your mouth. Like yes. It has just been, I have heard that, yes. <laughs> so. I mean, no, I, I, it's all, it's all, it, it's all out fun. of love. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, but it did teach me, it did teach me a lot of like qualities about myself. Mm-hmm. Like how to connect with someone. It, like it. It made me work harder to be a better person because people are fucked up. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like it, it definitely filtered out like a, I, I liked a lot of girls growing up and they they just, you know, they said I liked liked them. And then oh. they just. Uh, well, there's your first problem. <laughs> you said that. To <laughs> no, and they just friend zone me immediately. Yeah. But that helps you filter out the type of people that you want to go for. Because yeah. Melissa says that she would date likes, me likes you. when I was fat. I hope she likes likes me. Yeah. <laughs> I think and she does. She's putting on her jacket and leaving right now. <laughs> she's her on her way to buy a pack packed. of cigarettes and never come back. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's. Uh, what did you want to like? What was your childhood like? Like, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, good question. I actually, I don't know. I actually don't think I have like a specific career that I wanted to chase when I was younger. Like. I think I wanted the big thing, like I wanted to be a doctor and a lawyer, but then it would change the next week. Like I didn't really, really know what I felt passionate about. But then I think experiencing what I did experience in my disordered eating years and just having that unhealthy relationship with body, self-esteem, all of those things. um, And then coming to solace with all of that and realizing like, oh, life could be so different without that. I think that was when the aha moment happened. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't think I really have like a, a specific thing that I felt really really passionate about it was just like i want to have something that is a reliable source of income but it wasn't a specific field where it was like oh, i want to do this for sure for sure gotcha it was just sort of exploring you know um can i ask you another question about art yeah, real quick absolutely so with um and alejandro makes fun of me that i've been like on this whole ai rant lately so there's this like application it's called lensa have you heard of it i have not so it's this um 
uh, it's going to take your job. It had like a buzz maybe like two months ago where individuals could uh, submit like seven or eight photos of themselves to this app. And an oh. AI would generate about like 30 photos yes. of of these people. And it would be pretty dead on like the individuals with very distinct artistic styles. Yeah. You being an artist, does that, are you in support of this technology being able to do that? Or mm. do you, do you find some, something wrong with that? Good question. I have actually seen that. I didn't know that was what it was called, but I have seen that, um, online. I think that, hmm. I mean, I don't know. Ultimately I think about I think about the average person using that and receiving a photo of themselves in that artist style way, however it is composed of them. And if that like brings them happiness, then I don't, I don't know. Personally, I don't, I don't find that threatening and I don't think there's something negative with that. But I also think that it's important for people to, to understand that it's important to support small businesses, but also artists and also mm -hmm. whoever else that is trying to make their living on their own, just to like pay for the, the, effort that they've put in and respect their energy in the field. Yeah. So I don't know, like, I don't think that there's something necessarily wrong no. with those sorts of applications and just availability in platforms. But I think as a society, it's really important to be aware of like, oh, how can I give if I'm financially able to do so? Um, and how can I support people in the different ways? Even if it's not buying a piece of art, just reposting or spreading yeah, the word sure. or, or showing that emotional support. I think that as long as we don't let that go, I don't think there's really too much of an issue with using those sorts of things. But it's crazy because I have seen that and they're really yeah. cool and they're really easy to get a hold of apparently if yeah. you're down to pay for it. I mean, the controversy comes from the fact that even though they are AI generated and the artificial intelligence is grabbing from like the massive databases that is the internet, um, a lot of artists were complaining that um, this is basically like stealing their idea, like their their mm -hmm. style of art and implementing that mm -hmm. uh, I, with this. I app. think it has to do with framing then. I think the AI company should say like, you know, if they're using somebody's style or whatever, then this isn't, this is your chance to go and look further into it, right? Like, yeah, you can go and look and find a real artist who does this stuff and does it well, and then you mm -hmm. can support them that way. That's true. I don't that think it true. has to be a battle. I, I mean, it, it, it inevitably is, mm -hmm. but I don't think it has to be. I think if if art is this group of love and expression that it claims to be, right, it should be, you know, uh, there shouldn't be a problem with more vision, yeah. exposure. Yeah, there shouldn't be a problem with more exposure. It's when it's not being properly accredited that I think there's the problem. Mm -hmm. That Yeah, that makes sense. I think it's the credits. Like if this uh, mm -hmm. AI generated uh, work of art is basically using the style of like a, of a local artist that isn't getting any love, like it would be at the very least, like it, it'd be cool if like it could take, I mean, it's, it's tough, right? It is tough. Yeah. What do you think the future of art is going to be like? I think that actually, I mean, that pops up that entire conversation in my head of just like what, jobs in general are going to look like if technology can keep taking over different things. Cause I mean, like right now I'm serving and I'm bartending and we have QR codes that can take people's orders and they can pay online. And so ultimately if everyone wanted to use that in the restaurant, like every individual, there would be no need for a server really. They would just need like people to bring out the food and run the food. Um, and then there's no opportunity for tip and that's the main source of income. So yeah. I think that again, as a society, we just have to be aware of like, yes, technology is amazing, but the amount that we use it and the way that we use it, I think we just have to 
be conscious of it. And it does make things more convenient and easier, but I think we have to take the smarter road sometimes and realize like, oh, it is going to be a better overall decision to support this local artist and do it this way instead of just having the ease of paying for this opportunity on an app um, Mm -hmm. just to get this same result, you know? So I think it can be a little bit intimidating, but I don't want the world to function that way. Like, I hope it stops soon or Mm -hmm. at least lessens a little bit. It's easy to get indulged in it though, because like I said, it's easy. It can be cheaper. It's more convenient. How do you think um, when you're when you're creating your art, like how do you um, what's your process like and what do you think separates you from other people, other artists? Hmm. I think I think overall the idea of repurposing. um, I mean, there are a lot of other artists who also repurpose, but that's one thing that I do take a lot of pride in. And I also think that in repurposing, combining different methods of utilizing technique, like for example, repurposing a jacket, um, I can use a different design to go on top of the jacket. So instead of it just being like a regular jean jacket, it could be something totally different. So now the jacket is serving a different purpose physically, but it's also visually something entirely different than what it was to begin with. I do with. love that. Martin Martin was sporting the jean Aww. jacket. That he always it's right is. there. It's probably yep. We could probably get that in a shot. Aww, Come on, in, buddy. Come on. They know is what you Martin look like. Is Martin gonna model though? Or and it's it? beautiful that like it's for Come like on. the Come purpose on. behind your art. You know, you did a lot of Aww. stuff for like BLM. <laughs> And I know a lot of your art is hung up in uh, Concord High, right? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is freaking awesome. And it's so cool. And it's beautiful. And like drawing hands is the trickiest thing. Because uh. <laughs> there are hands. There are four, four hands on that jacket. And drawing fingers is like the trickiest thing for me. It is, but I, I cheated on that and I used a stencil. So I will mm. I'll make a stencil and then I'll use that same stencil to make them all look the same. So that I don't think I that's cheating cheat. at all. That's effective <laughs> yeah. art. Yeah. It's repurposing the stencil four times. How's being a bartender? Like that's that's really oh, cool stuff. It's fun. It's really fun, especially because this chapter in my life is focused on, especially being newly moved up here, just finding people to connect with and enjoying myself. And the restaurant that I work at specifically, True Food Kitchen, um, it's oh. just so fun. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so fun. And the people are really cool. And clientele, for the most part, is pretty cool. It's different working at the bar versus serving. Usually people at the bar are a little bit more lax. I mean, they're looking to have a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just fun. I, I enjoy it so much. And like I said, it's it's definitely what I think is what is needed in my life just to bring like the connection and the social interaction, especially post-pandemic after that was stripped away with us, mm-hmm. uh, stripped away from us for a couple of years. I'm just even more grateful for it um so yeah i love it and i used to be a barista too so like just mixing drinks and making drinks it's just fun i enjoy it yeah what's your favorite thing to make oh favorite thing to make is probably probably i don't know any of our any of our cocktails are good they're not i mean they're not anything too crazy a lot of stuff is like pre-batch so we'll make it in the morning and then we'll make like sours in the morning and then it's just mixing like the liquor with the sour and ice, shaking it, that sort of thing. So any of our cocktails, yeah. It's your first bartending job? Yeah, it is. Because he's been in, what, like how many? I've been in restaurants since I was 16 years old. What's your oh, favorite really? thing? I started bartending when I was 20, so I've been, I've been oh, doing it. Oh, that's been doing cool. it a long time. That's cool. That's cool. Are you still doing it or? Uh, on and off. I do like a little side gig on Sundays for jazz, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, what's your favorite drink to make? Bud Light. Just open the bottle and hand it to him. <laughs> 
just whatever, whatever gets whatever gets you out of my you'll get there you whatever gets you out of my face i'm I, i'm really? at the point as a bartender where i'm just like whatever just gets you out of my face bro like let's oh. let's just get this going i'm the opposite the show on the i'm road. like please talk to me i love yeah <laughs> I, I mean funny. this last bar that i'm working in is was a dive bar so it really was just you know just coming in and doing the thing and getting it going uh, which is where I'm at pretty yeah. much in, in my point of this restaurant career that I, my, just, my illustrious restaurant career. It's wild to see like the two ends of the spectrum because yeah. like the way you say it, it's just, there's like so much, um, you're just so, unja- you're just so unjaded and you're just so happy to be there. And I just, <laughs> man, like, I miss when I was day. happy. Like, yeah, eventually. no, it's just, <laughs> you're so green. That's why I wasn't saying anything at first. Cause I didn't want to like, <laughs> just like, Rain I just don't want you, I want you to keep it. And like, as long as you can, cause <laughs> Because restaurants will suck your fucking soul dry. Yes, like I see that and I hear that from my coworkers too. And they're like, oh, you're so funny. You love this. That's hilarious. Like I'm here because I have to be. But like, I think it also boils down to a lot of what we talked about in the beginning of the podcast of like, I don't know. I think that I find purpose in giving light and and that is found. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of opportunity found in interaction. And literally my job is to interact with people all day, whether it's serving or bartending and whether that be with guests or Mm -hmm. the people that I work with. And like that fulfills me too. And it also, you know, that shows up in my paycheck too, because I feel happier at work. Um, And I'm just a really big believer in energy being contagious. And so if I'm given this role to, okay, here's a hundred different people that you're, you'll interact with every single day, multiple times a week, then it's like, oh, that's a challenge for me to want to make a difference in those people's lives. And even because I don't know, I've had like baristas that I've interacted with for 30 seconds. And I was like, God damn, that person was so cool or so nice. (laughs) Yes. Like that's impactful. So I think that for me right now, and hopefully this isn't just like a honeymoon phase with the, with the job, but I think that it it feels more fulfilling than just a paycheck or just like showing up and clocking in. Um, so yeah, I appreciate it, and I hope it stays that way. Uh, I'm a huge proponent of of this saying that my dad's been that my dad's taught me growing up, and it's and it's a name like of an old doo wop song. But little things mean a lot; they truly mm-hmm. do. And little things, as in like little interactions, if that's like a hello on the street, if it's me. Uh, having a great conversation with my barber for an hour. If it's uh, me having a great conversation with a barista or a bartender that I'm like getting drink with, that not only makes my day, but like those, some of my, uh, some memories that are just burnt into my mind are from like people who don't, whose name I don't remember, right? Some nice person that talked to me at the bar or at the mm-hmm. table or like there was this one time specifically in Napa maybe a few years ago that Melissa and I were just like having a, a dinner um, and there was like these three elderly ladies that were like a little tipsy and they got an extra bottle of champagne that they couldn't finish and what? they said, hey, I think what? we're good. Do you, you guys seem like a very lovely couple. Do you guys want this? And I'm like, oh my God. Right. And these are just strangers. Yeah. But like energy is contagious. And like, even though like uh, life can be saturated with constantly meeting new people because we live in the modern day and age does not mean. And this is why I could never live in New York is because I do want (laughs) to take the time to like stop and talk to a stranger because you don't know if that could blossom into a beautiful fucking thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's also like you never know. It's so cliche, but you really never know what someone's going through. Like, who knows? Maybe that's the maybe they're going through so much shit at home in their personal life that 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 smile you gave them or that 20 seconds of you just asking them how they are and being genuine in it, not just asking because it's a part of your script. Like, 
maybe that's the only like burst of love that they're going to get. Like you really don't know. And maybe that's going to propel them into maybe not making a negative decision for themselves or making an extra positive Mm -hmm. decision for themselves. So I think there's so much more power that comes with it. And I don't know. I think that we just don't think about that because life just moves so quickly. But I think it's impactful. Um, For sure. I've been working a graveyard shift at the biotech company that I've been working with. And we uh, bury all the dead people that you tested the medicine on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's another mis- fucking dark, another mistake. Dude. No, Ew. we make medicine and it treats and it only saves lives. Okay. Um, <laughs> that we know of. Anyway, um, I was talking to uh, this other shift that also, they work in a different department. They're also working a graveyard shift. Mm-hmm. And I walk into the room. They all look beat, tired. They bury the rabbits. And like, <laughs> um, I, I interacted with them and they're like, man, you're too happy right now. Like you're smiling too much at three in the morning. And I'm like, fine, I'll stop being like happy. But like, it's because uh, energy is contagious. Mm -hmm. And like, even though it sucks to work a 12 hour shift that like spans until seven in the morning, you like, even just like verbal cues, body language, like the way that like people's like eyes glint when you Mm -hmm. talk to them. And the way their body faces you, like all of that could subconsciously just change your mood. Like this person's interested in what I have to say. And like, it, it's, it's truly contagious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And first of all, I commend you so much for getting through those shifts because that is so difficult. <laughs> and imagine, imagine being that person on the other end who maybe is exhausted or tired. And then you just, you see someone else like you mm-hmm. that's walking around smiling and being happy and giving that love. Like number one, you feel like, oh yeah, that's, that's fucking cool. Like you, you feel that in you. But then also maybe the other end is you inspiring the other person to hopefully be that same way Mm -hmm. in the way that they can, maybe not to the same extreme, but then they're also going to change the people that they interact with. And then it's that domino effect, you know? I I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. And the more that it ripples out, like the more the world will change. So if we could all like try and do that, then it would just be a bigger impact. I just know in some instances (laughs) that like it, it does bite me in the ass because, um, I I went to UC Davis and Mm -hmm. when I went there, I, I, uh, uh, yeah, go go Davis. Yeah, go Ags. Um, when I went there, I auditioned for the acapella group there, and so I went to their like their Q and A night and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I asked a bunch of questions because I was interested and I really wanted to learn. And when I finally got on uh, got on the acapella group that I stuck with uh, for my duration there, I was talking to the people that were judging the auditionees, right? And I said, I was asking, like, so, like, what did you guys think of me when I auditioned, right? Joking around, like, because, like, we're good friends. And they're just like, honestly. Don't play with fire, bro. Dude, that's yeah. That's playing with fire, Don't man. ask questions you don't want to actually hear well, the answer. What do you answers. think is ugly on my face, dude? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, they said, they said, yeah, you were nice. Too nice. And I was like, what? And I'm like, yeah, we didn't trust you. We felt like you had something up your sleeve because you were just, like, too nice. Like, you were trying to get something from us. And I'm like, well, I don't... And if you would have watched more Survivor, you would have known that happens all the fucking time, bro. Okay. So, have you gotten that multiple times in your life of, like, you're too nice. I think that you're fake. Or I think oh, that I there's something Oh, I told that for up. about 10 years. It'd be yeah. the name of my memoirs. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Nice. How does that make you feel? Because I've gotten that, too. And it just is Confused. like, what the fuck? Yeah. Confused. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Validating. You know, they, That's all your, I needed. Your parents raise you a certain way to be nice to those. And they'll hopefully be nice to you. But then, like, in my, in my monkey brain, it just does not compute. Like, when you're nice to someone, they're not nice to you. You have to, like, fucking manipulate <laughs> and, like, navigate the world through like uh facades and whatnot i'm like what what's the point then Mm -hmm. like what then that's where i come in 
So I'm all facade. All fa- he's wearing. He's literally wearing sunglasses indoors, I, so that you can't read his next you guys move. Seem very. I'm also just so interested at the best best friendship because you seem. Excuse so, me. <laughs> that's, that's, Freudian slip. That's that BTS. That's <laughs> no, but you guys just seem so opposite. Like, is it yin and yang energy, or it's like something. how does okay? It's something. <laughs> just can't get rid of me it. now. It's like a bad disease. Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. So. so Kind of like you've been smiling this whole time. I've gotten maybe two smiles from you, which have been nice, but that's, it's just so funny. It just yeah. Please Smiling's zoom in unnatural on that. in the primate world, just so you know. It's a sign of danger. Um I know we are different, and I think it's both our worst and best thing mm. for our friendship. You who know? do you yeah. think who you would have been friends with first if you met us in high school? In high It depends on how much I cared. <laughs> I can make anybody like me. Let her. No, see, that sounds manipulative. I could do it to anybody if I wanted to. That is manipulative. Are the personalities same in high school? Like, were you the same? I was worse. Oh, worse and so much worse. In in what direction? In what way? She doesn't know you, so you're gonna have to provide Uh, a little more context. Man, I was louder and he pooped in a urinal. Okay, yeah. understood. Well, I mean, that's not <laughs> part of my personality. I think it is, though. The thing I did. That's quite once. telling. He said, he said he called it a senior prank, but the only person <laughs> it's pranking is the custodian, yeah, who's a nice man. Yeah. Oh, it's a nice <laughs> Thank man. Thank you. You and I have very similar brains. Yes. That's all I was thinking about when you said that story. Is someone had to clean that. That's it happened in English class. <laughs> he left for the restroom and he texted no. about five other people. Was it an English class? I thought I left an econ. Uh, something. <laughs> and I, I know, know that you texted people saying, hey, come to the bathroom. The best come was check people this ca- shit people out. Came. <laughs> people came. Yeah. People came. Let me, take a look. Let me take a look at this thing. Let me see what you Wait, got. Wait, did you tell them what it was and then they oh, came? Yeah. Or- no, oh. was like, I didn't There was like things. one innocent bystander who was actually just trying to take a piss in there. <laughs> oh, yes, one of your friends. That's so yes. Sad. We locked him in there. Jeremy Padrone. Oh, my God. Okay, so I stay. definitely would have been friends with Christian in high school. Yes, I was a nice guy. Look, we locked him in there, but he had just as much fun as the rest of us in why'd there. you lock him in there well i didn't want people coming in while i was doing the act oh you, oh. you oh so it's not like you did it in private and called people over you no, did no. it you people demanded an audience <laughs> at that time i could poop with people in the room <laughs> nice. you know that you <laughs> yeah, know that i'm not your gun shy. You in the room i've changed i've, I've grown <laughs> thankfully I'm, I'm not a, i only poop with two people in the room now <laughs> Um, my Periscope uh, and my Twitter followers. There you go. Um, yeah, I think I think we would have been good friends. You know what's so I funny? I would have been there then. And the, okay, would have been in default, the same building. You would have just been there in the background. <laughs> um, but what's so funny is that I actually have one of my best friends. His name is Christian Lopez. You guys That's are, the craziest combo. Him. That's me and Melissa literally know, put together. I know, I know. <laughs> it's your kid. And literally, like, there's a few people in this room who have met him, and you guys are... Same energy, and even when you were saying earlier you used to drive all of your friends around and pay for everyone's food because you're just so fucking nice, that was Christian and it still is Christian. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Sounds like I gotta but, fight this guy. I, you know <laughs> what? Can he only would be say one. the same motherfucking thing. He really would. He would. And, and then we would had, fight each other? He's probably, I'm, oh God, I wish that I could just call him right now and put him on this podcast. Call him. Call he, him right now and put him on the microphone. Should I actually? Yeah, I could talk to him. over there. Should I get up and go get it? Or, yeah, do we'll that while I take a piss. You should talk to him. I'm definitely going to talk to him. No, but like from way over there, are you just going to yell? Oh, here, that hand me the phone. Just sit next to her, so that way you're still on mic. Hello? Good morning. Go good morning. Good morning. I'm good. How are you? 
Pretty good. Um, so I'm currently do you remember Christian Baltazar, the man that I told you about that is you in another life? Yeah. Okay, so I am currently recording a podcast with him. I'm on the podcast right now, and so are you. So welcome to the podcast. Um, but I just wanted to introduce <laughs> you guys because we were I was just talking about you and how golden of a human you are. And I just wanted you two to interact because he was wondering if you guys would fall in love or fight. And I was like, that's the same question that Christian would have in mind. Um during this part of the podcast, can you put a picture of him up while yes, he's talking to you? Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, so so would you like to talk to Christian, Christian? <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay, this is Christian. I'm going to pass the phone over to him. <laughs> He's so good. I'm, I'm currently, one second. I got to put my face up to the mic. Um, hey, good morning. How did I sleep? Sorry, what time is it? Where are you from? You're from here? Same time zone. Okay, so, so you just say good morning to people. He's just being stupid. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, supposedly we're so similar like of the same. Exactly. We're we're very similar. Very silly. That's what she says, but yeah. I mean. And like when people say that, like as much of a compliment as it is, because she's saying that we're golden, we're golden people. My 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 instincts tell me that like it, I I take offense because I only want there to be one of me. Oh, my, that was the opposite of how i reacted oh that's the opposite you took <laughs> you take it as a compliment that you have someone so similar to you yeah kind of like i kind of want to meet you in person that'd be pretty cool what's the name of your podcast by the way oh it's called it it's called the joe rogan experience <laughs> 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 um that's all right. yeah no like maybe one day we'll meet uh, your last name's lopez yeah that's the last name of my uh, fiance so when we get married i'll take her name <laughs> and then we have to fight how old are you how old are you <laughs> no i asked for oh so we're acting, flirting. we're not flirting. flirting we're getting in the quarrel this is this is weird christian oh all right, I have a number in my head between 69. one and seven, and what am I thinking, Christian? Seven. You're six years old. What? No, we're not talking about my age. I'm tw- okay. I'm twenty nine. Oh, that's not bad. That's like that's not bad. <laughs> it can't be that bad. What's? <laughs> it could have been like sixty. I don't know. I sound sixty. No, you sound pretty young. You don't sound twenty nine. You sound twenty three. You twenty. They are flirting. <laughs> you said 23. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought I said 24. Way sexy. Okay. What, what, color, what color panties are you wearing, Christian? Not that bad. Podcast is it, it can't be that bad, is what it's called. Yeah. Well, I guess it can't be that bad, then, right? Yeah, truly, it's applicable to every facet of life. Okay. Well,. We're going to get on with the podcast, so, I mean, it was nice meeting you. Um, well, we'll meet in person, and maybe we'll fight. Maybe we'll just oh. fall madly in love. We should, we should, you should, uh, boxing. We'll have a boxing match. Oh, you want to go straight to the, to the, yeah. to a spar? <laughs> yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll see You guys would just hug each other. I, I know think so. You, I know that you would. Okay, apparently we're going to go hug in this boxing ring, so. <laughs> okay, all right, have fun, you guys. All right, Bye. you too. Oh, thank you. All right. Have a good morning. Love you. Bye. 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 I don't like the guy. What a jerk, man. <laughs> He's Holy a jerk. Shit. Did you Fuck feel threatened? Shit. I felt, I felt 
Like I was going to leave you and do another podcast. <laughs> it can be that good. <laughs> Today we're talking about in and out. <laughs> Let me hand you your phone back. Oh, thank you. I just felt like he was attacking my person and being. I just felt like exactly. I was losing grasp of my own individuality <laughs> because someone's so similar. I don't know. He was not budging. I was hoping for like a little bit of like, no, he's really nice. Yeah, he's very nice. He's probably really caught off guard that I randomly called him and was like, you're now on a live podcast. It's but a it lot. <laughs> it truly is a lot. It oh, is. I'm sorry. Um, I want to move on with our next little activity. So okay. we brought some little thingy things okay, with exciting. me. So these are three little uh, tiny white boards. Okay. And I bring this up because I, I know that you can create art and uh, Alejandro and I cannot. But we're going to have a little competition. Oh, goodness. And uh, here, I will hand you a pen. Okay. And we're going to have... Oh, I appreciate that. Oh, Angel, thank you. This guy is throwing things like they're frisbees, man. <laughs> didn't hit her. I threw it in a good spot. Yeah, but what if you didn't? That was a was was But I didn't, though. I hit it. I aimed. All right. So where you guys come in is that we maybe like three or four rounds. We're going to, you guys are going to give us something to draw in under a minute. And you guys will judge our drawings. So this is a real artist. What's up? This is a real artist. But this not, is a real artist. Not a whiteboard artist, to be fair. So don't, and we don't worry. And it's time Should sensitive. Should I do it with my left hand? You could not. Yes. Oh, your left foot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing socks, but. Take, take, no, you can't take those off. You can't. <laughs> take, take those things off. You know? That's premium content right there. That's uh, <laughs> Yeah, You gotta pay yeah, for that. that. Yeah. Come on now. It can be that bad. Okay. Yes, and we'll have a, a, a time. I we'll think a minute's time. too long. A minute's too long? Like what do you 30, guys think? 30 seconds? I think 30 seconds is 30 valid. seconds, like <laughs> any game, 30 seconds to 15 seconds. Yeah. Okay. Because a minute, a minute you can erase and start 40, over 40 four times. That's 30 true. seconds then. 40 seconds. 43 seconds? Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> Longer than a minute. 30 seconds? What the fuck is this shit? Okay. All right. So how long are you giving us? Oh. 43 seconds. Are you listening? Oh, you can do it. Yeah. Oh, who's okay? okay. All do right. These numbers. What are we drawing? What's the first thing? We're, let's go in order. Uh, Martin, you tell us what to draw, and we'll go down this way, all the way down to Lulu. Wait, can Christian and penis! I? Penis. A penis. Sure. Is it you two versus me? Yes. Okay. What? This is a team our, effort. Our, our we're gonna combine gonna go our penis drawings. <laughs> oh, you guys have to do one thing at a time. One, <laughs> one. <laughs> we'll have our own. We'll have our own. Everyone's against each other. <laughs> Everyone's against each other. Okay. Yeah. Everyone will be against each other. Okay. okay. So we're drawing a penis in 43 seconds? Yes, and I'm using my left hand. Okay. And we're drawing penises? Wait, really? Well, this helps because we have one, so. We're doing like funniest penis, or what are we doing? We're doing. Big oh, this is actually really difficult. With my left hand. Realism, okay. This is not a good time. We're not trying to fucking flash penises, bro. <laughs> Pencils down, everybody. Whew, my heart rate's up. Alex, show your penis to the camera. Show your penis. That's wow. Not... wow. He already won. He it's already interesting. Won. I the 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 angle in which you drew it looks like you're looking at someone else's. Yeah, <laughs> that, from it's like. So... Yeah. In that, I only know it from. I didn't. <laughs> you don't know it, okay? Because I. I love Christian. 
Mine's not going to be. I was going to say, you made me go first. What are you talking about? Uh, okay, these are. I love this. Wait, let me see. Move, move it away from your face. Show it to the camera. That looks like a rocket ship. These are chip. all good. I like the I guess the balls were Yeah, there's a fupa. I like how all... You the, are looking down okay. at it. There's all the different angles. Wait, I thought you what? were circumcised. <laughs> what? Does that look like there's... Okay. Where's getting that? Okay. So you both won. Oh, fuck Why? yeah. Just because yours are better than mine. Mine is... I'll show it to the camera. That's a turtle. It's... <laughs> it's not... But to be fair, I started it with my left hand, and then I, I did the vein with my right hand. But oh, you guys both won, so congrats! Can Honestly, I see yours both again? In the uh, in oh, the sorry. scope of uh, in the scope of the of art, that's pretty original. Hey, this is from the bottom. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Even what if you, you watch porn, who's watching porn where you see a penis from the from bottom? The bottom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, that's funny. Interesting. All right, we'll go with the next one then. Um, I'm going to need a napkin to wipe this down. Oh, you got pants on. Jason, what's the next thing we're drawing? An egg. Ooh. An egg? An egg. All right, like in what? Was it really? Like a boiled egg? Just an egg. No contact. It's objective. No contact. All right, 43 seconds on the clock. 43 seconds on the clock for an egg. That's so much time. That's so much time. Get creative. Okay, 40 seconds. <laughs> Three seconds will make a difference. <laughs> Thank God. It's the same drawing. All right. Who goes first? Oh, that's fun. We throw them on the ground and then everyone has to guess who's who's. <laughs> All right. Here's mine. No, wait a minute. Wait a second here. I know I cheated a lot. Wait a second here. Oh, okay. You already. <laughs> what do you mean? Aw, is it? My eggs are cute. Oh. Oh, you did multiple eggs. eggs three ways. That's eggs. cheating. What did you do? I tried egg. to do a fried egg, oh, but then I erased the inside. Oh. That's how I cheated. Yeah. I like the heat waves. <laughs> I would say that. Yeah, she won. Hers is more has more detail. I haven't even seen yours. Okay, there's tape on it that says egg. Okay, beautiful. That's creative. The fact that you still thought it was tape, that's extra points on my book. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. No, you did great. All right, Kayla. A hand holding a penis. Oh, oh shit. We all know what we want right now. All right, put it. Depends how big your hand is. Okay. I mean, <laughs> why do you need two hands? What happens if you can't see it when your hand is open? <laughs> That's a cackle, man. That's a cackle. All right. Okay, Alejandro, show yours. <laughs> Show yours. You're gonna comment on the angle again. <laughs> I want to see now. <laughs> <laughs> this is too old. <laughs> <laughs> I have to make sure. That. That's great. That's great. That's, like That's great. Really hard to draw wow. from that angle. <laughs> That's, that's exactly. Face. That's not. That is not bad. Wait, that's. 
penis. It's a penis. That's amazing. <laughs> so it's a solid penis. That's a head, right? For sure, a head. Oh, wow, that's uh, interesting. <laughs> it's from the top. It's, it's from the top. What's the base? I don't know. I thought it was more no, coming it's at from, you. Yeah, it's oh. like I'm like I'm watching right, that. It's POV, bro. Oh, yes. it's POV. <laughs> All right, here's I think mine. I got the hand right too, and everything. Oh, yours is. Oh, mine is exactly the same, but I'm holding it like this. <laughs> you're you're taking a picture for your girlfriend. Yeah. I'm doing it from because I see it every day, and I'm gonna draw it from Guys, where I that's see how it. Christian pisses, <laughs> fully erect, hand Sometimes on the bottom. You have to do holding that. Holding his nuts with the other hand. Sometimes you have just to do that. Wringing it out like a wet towel. Who does that? You do. Look at your picture. No. <laughs> you do look at the picture. This if you have to pee with the boner, by the way, you have to like lay down. You Can have you to like do that? plank plank on the toilet. Yeah, because guys have to do that. If you want to, like... Every every day. You wake up with morning wood and you got to pee. You have to, like, you don't want to get it all over the place. Wow. Anyways, Sabrina, can we see you your can, penis? I don't pee in the shower. <laughs> I don't pee in the shower. I want to see your penis, Sabrina. That's, okay. I know a majority of people do. You're the only one do. who doesn't pee in the shower. Who pees in the shower? Everybody Raise your hand. Everybody here, because I, yeah. it's a normal human thing. We like the way it tastes. Am okay? I the only one? It feels one? good. Because I am hydrated and I want to, you know... I don't Wait, judge others that shower, do it. Are you drinking water in the shower? <laughs> no, no, I just have a lot of, a lot of oh, liquid. Uh, uh, All right, let's see Sabrina's. All right, this is my handheld penis. Oh wow, you're that's thank you. It's getting you squeezed. The that's the same penis as earlier. It's the same I, vein. No, <laughs> his the was same the same vein. penis from earlier. He had the same vein. Show yours. Show no, this, your penis. This is a different penis, guys. This is a different vein. guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yours guys, is a bit different. I won't lie. James. That one, the head, I'm curious about. Yeah, that was a rushed. He ran rushed into a wall. To, he, <laughs> yeah, it was a rushed decision. She's also she twisting it. Like that's the then, bottom, right? So she's twisted it a little bit. Um, and that that hand has nice nails. It was. One of the you look like you have nice nails right now. <laughs> that is was that the intention. Your, hand? your nails? <laughs> that was the image in my head. <laughs> okay. <but laughs> All right, let's put that away. All right, that was uh, is that is that it? We did two of the three, three suggestions were penises. Well done. So the way we we typically end our episodes, mm-hmm. um, we dance. Is we do we're gonna do an improv scene. Okay. So um, with an audience suggestion, we're gonna go do maybe however many minutes, depending on how it's going. We'll okay. do a scene completely from nothing. Okay. So uh, let's get it. So. Can we have a suggestion from the audience of what you guys want this scene to be about or inspired by? At a movie theater. Oh, shit. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, highly irrelevant. Can we stay seated? No, stand up. If we stay seated, yeah, we I'm do this I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Was it starting soon? I hope so. The ticket's at 610, 6. 611. Well, you gotta wait for previews. Yeah, yeah. Previews take like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, that's a lot. Sabrina, thank you for like taking us out and paying for oh. our movie tickets. And of course. I'm just a nice person, so I'm yeah, always no, gonna it's pay. Great. I'm no. always gonna... I mean, it's fine. Yeah. We, I wanted to see Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. What are we watching today? Winnie the Pooh goes south. <laughs> goes south? No, so I we... love that they made a spinoff 
of the live action one that came out a few years ago. Yeah, I actually uh, don't. That movie's called Christopher Robbins. Actually, that I... movie's not about. <laughs> fucking asshole. You know I hate that movie. Hey, can you keep it down? There's people in here. Uh, you look, man, it's just us three. You two walked in. I was all alone. You ruined my special thing. I took my shoes off already. I was going to get funky. You can go get funky, man. No, it's fine. Hey, like, like we, for all this. Yeah, and we can Shit. also move. Do you want us to move? Are you... I know. I'll follow you. You can move, but I'll follow you. I'll sit next to you. I'll sit in between you if you let me. Okay. If you let me? Will you let me? Would you no, let me? No, I prefer to sit next to... I would just want to, like... Yeah, I'd let prefer me. We were trying to... Sit next to each other. Yeah. Look... Guys, the movie's starting. Why don't we, why don't you guys just hush, silence your phones? I don't want to ruin. The, I've been waiting You're the one my whole life to see yeah. Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> we're not watching Ant Man. I thought we we're watching Winnie the Pooh goes south. I thought we were watching that too. I'd... Yeah. I mean, well, honestly, this first of all, this started off with like Sabrina and I going on a date, and you tagged along, and you started complaining. I don't even anything. know what your name is. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, I'm I'm. <laughs> I'm Mr. Cinemark. I own this theater. Uh, this is my theater. <laughs> is this undercover boss? But instead of like spying on your employees, you're just spying, spying on your on guests. The guests, exactly that. Wow. I mean, they told me they told me the public didn't know about the show yet. Yeah. Hey, I guess I could take all the shit cameras? off my face. Then. <laughs> where, <laughs> where are the cameras? There are none. It's just me. Oh, it's just. Okay. Oh, you're really, hey, Sabrina, I'm sorry that this is happening. Yeah, like, I, I didn't know that this was, uh, can you, like, leave us alone then? Like, because, uh, <laughs> I mean, I could sit in a different row, but I really want to see Winnie the Pooh goes out. If you sit in a different row, you could still watch Winnie the Pooh goes out. I, that's true. And but which row shall I sit in? That's, that's almost the bigger dilemma. Mm. You seem like a grown man that could make your own decisions, I'm especially to the lady if you now. own. I'm sorry, I, you know, but he's he's right. I think you could just make. I'm talking your to the man now. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. And now I'm making my own decisions. I guess I'll go. <laughs> I'll go one row back. That's completely fine. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I'm glad that he's like out of yeah, the picture. Yeah, but he sat right behind us. Like, oh my god, is he putting his feet he up? Literally just right keeps next my to us. Oh, he's cracking his toe knuckles. <laughs> I think he can hear you. I think he could hear you. Hey. What do we do? <laughs> he's talking do you right know into our ears. We, we... If Piglet's gonna show up <laughs> in the post-credit scenes, or do you think Piglet's secretly the villain, Mister Mister Cinemark? You can call me Sin. <laughs> A mark. I'd, Mr. I'd, Cinemark's fine. Call me Mr. Cinemark. Actually, I like I like it. Say it. Say it again. Say it again. Christian, I, should should we leave? I'm, I think we should we should leave. No. Okay. Fine. I'll put my feet down. Fine. Just Brad, pay them. Play the movie. They're gonna leave soon. Just play the movie. Why? why? You guys are no fun. The last couple didn't stay either. <laughs> Cut to the middle of the movie, and Mr. Cinemark is still talking throughout the movie. <laughs> He's gotten worse. Christian, I can't. His feet, I can't do his it. feet smell so bad. Taste yeah. my right. toes, sir. Five minutes ago, I turned around to look at you, and his toe landed in my I, mouth. I, I, I thought that was your hand. Yeah, I, and I, I'm sorry if you thought that that was my hand, because that would be crossing boundaries. I'm so sorry, but have you two never been in a movie theater before? We generally don't have conversations halfway through the movie. Cut to uh, dinner at an Italian restaurant down the street from uh, Cinemark. Jeez, I'm so glad that we got out of there. Like, it's... Uh, I've never experienced something like that. He I've wouldn't never, leave us alone. Oh my god! Is he? Is that? Hi, hi everybody! How are you guys doing me. today? Oh, 
Hi, is everything okay? Oh. Are you guys okay? What's going on over here? You guys we know okay? it's Mr. you, Mr. Cinemark. No, no, we I'm, know it's you. No, my name is my name is Jamal. <laughs> no, you literally I'm, just put on a name tag. You you're wearing a, the same clothes. No, no, you're still no, no, wearing no. a Cinemark polo. You're not even wearing your shoes it anymore. <laughs> Look, you guys clearly have had a very trying day. So let me. You're Jamal, gaslighting us, Mr. Cinemark. Yeah, help. I don't. Let's get started with some appetizers. <laughs> I don't think you were. Um, first of all, it's appetizer. Oh, and no, like, not here at Chili's, it ain't. <laughs> what are we doing? The buffalo wings? You guys want buffalo? You look like you're a buffalo wing man. Please don't make decisions <laughs> for me. Wing man. If I'm going to order Extra an appetizer, you, little lad. excuse me. I don't eat meat, please. You don't eat meat? Well, we got steak tartare for you, sweetness. <laughs> um, uh, so, look, hey, you guys look like you've had a rough day. First round of drinks are on me. What are you having to drink, pal? I don't think you oh work God. here. I yeah. feel, whose tab are you going to charge it on? All right. <laughs> One course light for the gentleman. <laughs> and for the little How ass. How are you going to get these drinks? Um. All right. You guys got me. It's me, Mr. Cinemark. We've been knowing it was you. How do you know we gave it away? We're Cut to. I'm not the mall. <laughs> Cut to, um, uh. Uh, Sabrina's housework Christian and Sabrina are having a nightcap jeez that was the worst dinner <laughs> and I've movie I've never experienced something like that ever I'm sorry like uh, I, I no, know that you paid for sorry. everything yeah and don't it's just like sorry. I'm just glad that we got I, Jesus is did that you him? hear that? meow <laughs> wait is the window open? meow Christian can you go check? meow I'm your cat Sabrina I, meow <laughs> I'm your cat you left outside Sabrina. in the backyard it's Mr. Cinemark now, completely naked. <laughs> I'm an indoor cat. I wearing the cat ears. Why now, is he on my couch? I have no clue. He's inside the house now. now. <laughs> okay, do we call the cops or do you feel confident against him? Like what? <laughs> I, do I feel confident <laughs> against him? Am can I gonna fight him? this naked yes, man? I need you to yeah, at this point. He's in something. our house, Christian. I'm a naked cat. Meow. <laughs> Now it's, okay, Mr. Speaking, Cinemark. We know it's you, Mr. Cinemark. Get what? out of the house. Get out of the house. Well, how did you get in? Dollars. Well, I walked in right behind you guys. <laughs> I walked in the same steps that Christian did. I moved my arms the how same way he did. How do you know his name? He didn't even know. Yeah. I've been following you guys all day. I, who are you? Yeah. I'm Mr. Cinemark. But what do you do? Oh, I am. You know what? I don't know. <laughs> my do family. You? My family actually owns the Cinemark company. They've exiled me years ago i have no connection to the company i just do this to make myself happy i actually i have i've never i've actually never seen a full movie from beginning to end i've never i've never worked in a restaurant my name's not jamal i'm not a cat i don't these ears aren't mine where did you get the ears and how often do you do this do you do you follow yeah no like every night it's a different couple Oh, a and different guys, couple guys, every. Yeah, it's tonight. How are you not Thursday. in jail? You guys, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Is Thursday a good date night for you? It's Is thurs- that? It's Thursday. Oh. It's Thursday. Thurs- Cut to the courtroom. It's Thursday, judge. Um, judge, it's Thursday. It was Thursday, judge. Judge, it was Thursday. Judge, come on, hey, come on, judge. It's uh, um. Uh, the camera slowly zooms in on Alejandro as he has Fucking a very moving th- monologue Thursday. defending his himself. There's a lot of things people want to say. There's a lot of things people don't want to say. There's things I'm going to say. There's things I'm not going to say. That's how these things work. At the end of the day, you're not allowed to be the things that make life hard. Is that up to me? 
Maybe. That's for you to say, Judge. I'm not going to tell you how to flip patties. That's your job. I talk. Pretend to be Abraham Lincoln on Fridays. Follow people on Thursdays. Yeah. On Wednesday, I was a substitute teacher for a kindergarten class. There's literally no rules. I mean, I just walked in. I just walked into this kindergarten class. So today we're doing calculus. And I taught those kids calculus. I taught those kids cosine, sine, tangent. I don't know. Anyways. We find you, Mr. Jamal Cinemark, guilty on all accounts. And... (laughs) Uh, life in prison. Final words. I want. I want this. I want this to go down in history as the time that you almost caught Captain Jack Sparrow. Cut to the prison cell that he's sharing with two other prison mates. <laughs> oh, what are you in here for? <laughs> me, I'm sleeping in here, sir. You walked in here and saw me sleeping. What are you in here for? Involved this couple back in the day at a oh movie theater. Can you relate? We've all followed couples <laughs> in movie theaters. And it zooms out to a movie theater shaped prison. <laughs> <laughs> Just and scene. Uh, all movie related crimes. Ew. <laughs> all right. Sabrina, that was a good time. Good job. Thank just you. Just really, just going with the punches. <laughs> that was fun. Um, you are quick. You are fucking quick. Oh, thank, was, you, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That Very was quick. mostly a monologue. That was. Yep. That was uh, the weirdest choices I've ever seen in an improv scene. But way to commit, my friend. <laughs> that was good time. Someone has to. Well, that's how we uh, end our episodes here. So thank you very much for joining us for today's episode. I deeply appreciate it. Um, Before we get out of here, we end every episode a certain way. We ask our guests to look into the barrel of their camera, which Mm -hmm. is right there in front of you, Mm -hmm. and leave the listeners, the baddies, with a saying, an anecdote, or a phrase. Oh. I have to think about what I want it to be. Um, I think just try to be the light that you can give, and it'll go a long way. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Sabrina Willett. Thank you. Thank you both. Thank you. Aww. Where can people buy your art? Where can people like uh, help support you? Um, so my Etsy page used to be very, very active, not as active anymore. I would say if you want to DM me um, or hit up Christian, he has my phone number and we can connect and I could do any kind of commission thing that you'd like. That would be the best way to yeah. approach it. Yeah. Use yeah. code ICBTB for nothing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. All right, baddies. All right, guys. Thank you for joining oh, us here yes, today. Thank you. I love and appreciate all of you and we'll catch you next time. Yay. Bye. Thank you.